Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. So we saw some stuff this week. Oh my gosh. We saw some great stuff yeah. this week. Saw a lot of things this week. Yeah. We started the week off with a little jaunt up to the Upper East Side, a place that we do not venture regularly. Not often. Very rarely. I used to nanny up there. Whoa. Yeah. I think I've been to the Upper East Side to see concerts at the 92nd Street Y and go to CD signings at the 82nd Street Bar- Barnes & Noble. Yeah, which is only since Street? the... Sixth. That's right. Sixth? Yeah. Sixth. 86th Street. I think I said second. Oh. Sixth. <laughs> Yep. Which is only even since Lincoln Center one closed. Yep. Yeah. Don't venture up there very much. You don't go to the Guggenheim? Maybe once. (laughs) I think that's the one that is like a toilet. Yes, that beautiful piece of American (laughs) architecture (laughs) looks like a toilet. It does kind of look like a toilet. Um, That's my first time at the 92nd Street Y. Oh. Yeah. I went to, um, they had a big fish event. Like oh. oh, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, the creative that's right. Team yeah. Talking about Big Fish. I actually, I believe, I don't know if this is correct. I believe I have been in the 92nd Street Y three times, and I think every single time was to see Kate Baldwin. CK Baldwin. Because there was that Big Fish thing. Yeah. And there was another thing that I went to that was a different thing that was also Kate Baldwin. So I think I've only ever gone to the 92nd Street Y for Kate Baldwin. Well, you just saw something at the Kaufman Center. That's on like 66th Street. That's where we were, isn't it? No. Oh. Lots of Jews. Are there two the Kauf- Kaufman the centers? Ka- well, there's lots of Kaufmans. But the <laughs> Kaufman Music Center is on 67th Street. It's like right next to like Lincoln Center and Juilliard oh. and all that stuff. I thought it's that's like, where we were. Because I think no. that auditorium it's is... Called, it might be called like the Kaufman oh, Auditorium. Man, that's confusing. It might be the same Kaufmans. They Maybe. got lots of money to throw around. Old Jew money. Oh, man. I thought it was where you had been. No. No, the Kaufman Music Center is a much more intimate concert hall. So that's where they have all of those like talkbacks and yes. stuff in that same room that we were in? Yes. Because I know it's not like an actual YMCA. Um, it has sort of be like, it's right. not associated or whatever. Or a, well, I know that too. <laughs> but um, I still in my head pictured it in some sort of like open gymnasium uh, whenever I pictured anyone going to those events with like like chairs uh, like folding chairs and no, they have a nice little it's oh, like a real yeah little it's theater. very nice I I mean I wasn't I was surprised I guess not that that would be there because that made sense to me but then if you go to these talkbacks that those would be there yeah yeah I think two of the the two talkbacks I went to hmm. um were also were in the same venue interesting yeah 92nd Street Y, you know. Yeah. They got lots of nice events and shit. Yeah. I think you can live there, too. People could live there? You can still live there, I'm pretty oh. sure. I feel like I, 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 like, someone I knew from, like, a rush line, and we hung out, like, one time, and I pretty, she was living in a room, and I think it was at the 92nd Street Y. Huh. So it's, like, was, like, the YJCA, or I mean the Y... MJA. <laughs> I took the wrong letter. Right. Out. It's basically like the YMCA, but for Jews. Right. 
Interesting. You know, it's like a community center. Right. Well, and yeah. And now it's mostly like cultural things. And then they have that one in Tribeca. But that's different too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really understand yeah. what the one that's in Tribeca I is. Know. All I know is it's I weird. go to the Park Slope Armory YMCA <laughs> and do yoga. Now people are going to stalk you there. <laughs> I did. I literally said, which I don't really, I have an, a membership there and I have not been there in a while, so try and stalk me. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. Anyway. Yeah, the Sondheim, Sondheim concert. Sondheim concert. Lyrics and lyricists. Yeah. This is not true. I went to that last lyrics and lyricists that was for Julie Stein. Kate Baldwin is not in that thing. I've okay. been to the, the 92nd Street Y four times. Ah, Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Me too. Um, Kate Baldwin would have thought you were stalking her. Yep. Well, she should think that I'm stalking her because I kind of am just in life. Mm-hmm. I'll see her in everything. So I think that's like, the goal that's for like an foremost. actor though. That's true. She should be flattered <laughs> that I will come. I'll see her in anything. I'll go to yeah. the Berkshires, whatever, Absolutely. whatever need be. Yeah. Kate Baldwin. DC. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. We went to DC to see yeah. her. Oh. On a Wednesday. But it was like a Tuesday matinee. It was a weird. It was a weird day. matinee. It was like a weekday matinee. It was a matinee. Tuesday matinee. Yeah. But it wasn't Wednesday because that's kind of a normal day. Was it a matinee? Yes, it was definitely a matinee. God, we're weird. Yep. You know, we stayed in that hostel. Yeah. Yeah. Because there were only a few times that they had like young people tickets. Ah, uh, we bought cheap tickets. Yeah. I'm glad we saw that. Me too. Yeah, that was a good production. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it. Very, very much. It was the music man at the arena music, stages. The music Everyone man who doesn't know what Kate, we're talking about. Kate Baldwin, she wore pants. Oh, yeah. They bumped it up to like the 50s. It made no fucking sense whatsoever. Just talking about the Wells Fargo wagon. Yeah, it was weird. But, and because the only way in which it was different was in the costume. Yeah, that's it. And it just was like, why is she wearing pants? I, mean, I, mean, I was happy to she see She looked Kate, great you know, in those pantsuits. She wore them well. Yeah. It was strange. It yeah. didn't make any sense. Yeah. She was, she was very good in that. Oh, Kate Baldwin's a great Marion the Librarian. Yeah. I like that. That's my favorite song in that show. Mm. Marion. Madam Librarian. I love it. Mine is Gary, Indiana. Uh. No, it's not. That's no one's favorite song. (laughs) I was like judging you, not judging you. You were like, I'm not going to. That's that's nobody's favorite song. I don't know what mine is. What's the Shapoopy. Shapoopy. It's definitely (laughs) Shapoopy. The girl is hard to get. The girl is a strong, independent woman that knows her own worth. Yes. No, she's just playing games with him, Emily. She's playing hard to get. Fuck you all. <laughs> my white knight. Oh, that's not my favorite song. No, I hate that song. A beautifully sung song. Yeah. Beautiful it's not melody. super great. Let's rewrite this. I haven't lyrics. watched The Music Man in a while. I feel like I am so much more a feminist than the last time I watched The Music Man. Mm might have issues yeah probably you know what the best song in the music man is though what? the trouble we got oh, trouble right yeah, here in obviously City. what were we thinking of? Uh, capital t and that rhymes with p and that stands for pool that stands for pool yeah that's yeah. fucking awesome no, absolutely <laughs> that's true I'm glad we worked yeah this out. i'm glad okay we should get back to talking about this sondheim concert excellent that's what we started talking excellent about. excellent concert it was great very great you know what i have to say i was like the other things that I've seen at the 92nd mm-hmm. Street Y, um, it's um, so there's like a particular people that go to see things at the 92nd uh-huh. Street Y, particularly old Jews, yes, like very old Jews, yes, like 
most of the people in the audience are like in their 70s and their 80s. Yeah. Um, lots of them are like, um, I'm not saying that they are, but they appear to be asleep. Um, just like when I went to that Julie Stein one and mm-hmm. it was like, you have Leslie fucking Kritzer singing fucking <laughs> funny girl and she's killing it, like crushing it. Yeah. And, and then the applause is like, I feel like this audience was this a audience little, was, was on lively. It. Lively. Oh, is that what you were going to yes, say? Yes, I was ah, shocked. Okay. I was shocked. I was like, "Whoa, we got a live one." Well, I mean, Sondheim he I think bridged it Julie a diff- Stein. A different crowd. You know, he obviously worked with Julie Stein, but that's a different generation. Much more Sondheim it was a younger audience. Sondheim wrote musicals in the nineties. Whoa! So you know, and the two thousands. Roadshow. I was very happy because, like, when I saw that 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 Julie, it was like it was it was uncomfortable. I was very. They un- get really like, mad at you when you laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or are you? Woo. Yeah. They like, like give you dirty looks. They're like applaud politely or nothing. But like when I, <laughs> it was like Kapathia Jenkins came <sighs> out and like sang the balls out of something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was triumphant and it elevated me to a new level of understanding yeah. musical theater. And then to have to have her like fucking. Kill it yeah. on stage, yeah. and to have the audience just be like, like the, with the same applause that you would be like, and now the president of the association who's going to come give a speech about something you don't <laughs> fucking give a shit about hearing about for ten minutes. To have that type of applause after, like Capathia Jenkins sings the shit yeah. out of something, it was like I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I was angry at the audience. Mm. This 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 show Sondheim concert yeah. people were actually applauding it was wonderful, and the performances were good too. Oh yeah, <laughs> they sure were. Not not just the audience, they were great. Kate Baldwin sing me things. Heidi Blickenstaff. Oh, Jason Danielly was in that concert Jason too. Danielly, I enjoy his voice very much. Yes, he has like a tone to his voice, but is very beautiful and I enjoy hearing it very much. And he has a distinct, like, you know, I think they're, I don't know. You could never mistake Jason Danielly for someone else. You know, like how you're like, if you hear Carolee's voice, like, you know, it's Carolee. And like, there's certain people who you might like, Oh yeah. You're like, who is this singing? Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 it's this person. Right. And like Jason is one of those people where like he opens his mouth, you know, it's his voice. Mm -hmm. Love his voice so much. Oh Yeah. Um, and Liz Calloway, mm. Anastasia herself. Liz fucking We found Calloway. Anastasia. Oh my God. Wait, <sighs> sidebar after yeah. the concert because you had to leave. Right. I, I went to go talk to Kate Baldwin with Kevin D. Daly. Yes. And when we were talking to her and we were like, Liz Calloway is so cool. Um, <laughs> she was like, I know. <laughs> she was like, well, she told us that when she was in college she Kate Baldwin worked at a candy store when she was in college side like isn't that amazing it's adorable oh, this is the candy store you were gonna store story you were gonna tell me and then constellation started oh good <laughs> yes. glad we remembered okay so Kate Baldwin worked at a candy store and she um like they were only allowed to play like cast recordings or like jazz because that was ah, what the yes. candy store mm-hmm. wanted. And so Kate Baldwin would play like the Liz Calloway collection like all day long. Ugh. And that's like all she would listen that to. sounds perfect. And I was like, that's amazing. And she was like, yeah, it's so crazy that then I was like hanging out in a dressing room with like Liz Calloway mm-hmm. and me and Heidi Bluckenstaff were like talking about poop and farts and Liz Calloway was like having none of it. <gasps> 
Why were they talking about? I don't poop know. And farts? She did not elaborate about why they were talking about children. Poop and farts. I'm gonna guess it's because of their children. But yeah, so Kate and Heidi were talking like poop farts, and Liz Calloway was like, "I'm a lady." Yes, <laughs> lady. She is. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, it's not great. She's a Tsarina. A what? That's a princess in Russian. A She's what? Anastasia. A Tsarina. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Like a czar. Yeah. Ina. Ina. <laughs> Zarina. Um, yeah, it did. It also made me feel like, like sad wishing that we were still living in the time period where um, everyone could make as many albums as Liz Calloway has made. Yes. You know? Ugh. Like, can you imagine if it was just like... Record deals. Album, Record. album, album. Rec- here, here, here you go, here you go. Kate Baldwin, why don't you do um, another album in this album? <sighs> Carol Lee, why don't you do an album? Hey, Julie Murney, do another album. Hey, everybody, do another album. Let's all put out five albums. Joshua Henry? Yep. Where's his album? No. More, I hate the music industry and what's happened to us. We can yeah. all have albums. Yeah. I mean, they can all have albums that I could listen to. Anyway, that concert was great. Yeah, I really, really liked it. It was very enjoyable. Um, the other people in that concert were Noah Racy. Oh wait, no, he's the director. He directed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, David Loud was the host mm. and the music director. Uh, he was delightful. Yeah, he was great. He, he was, was good, really, really he was good. Nice. He was in the original cast of Merrily We Roll Along, so that was one of the shows they highlighted. Mm. And uh, had some. Oh, because it wasn't just insight. Sondheim. It wasn't a Sondheim right. concert. It was. It, it was, was um, Sondheim and Hal Prince. Right. And, it was like all the shows. That all they the shows on. that they worked on. So they went show by show. Mm. Um, and James Clow, he was the other guy who I oh the other dude that I didn't know who he was. He was fantastic. He did the Sweeney bit. Yeah. Um, he was great. Mm. And all the other parts and Jeremy Jordan. And Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. And Heidi Bluggenstaff. Mm-hmm. It was quite quite good. It was good. Um, there was a little bit of a problem when they were like, let's do Pacific Overtures. Yeah. And then it was like, this is awkward. These are all white people. Mm. That's a problem. I don't know. If it's, it wasn't, it's not contextual and the song isn't specifically about like. Sure. Now, but why, con- why did you only hire well, white actors I mean, to sing I don't in your know. concert? I don't know. But That's the problem. Sure. Because here's the problem. Because you're like, Sure. Like, it's a concert, so, like, you know, anybody can sing anybody in a, anything in a concert. I agree with that. But you're also just, like, there's no reason why you couldn't have hired an a, a couple of Asian singers. Sure. Because you know the Asian singers can also sing the other material. That's right, definitely y'all? true. Because I feel like that is the other problem, is that then people are like, right, we have to have Asian people sing those Asian songs. And then they hire Asian people <laughs> to sing the Asian songs. Just and they the don't Asian let the, songs. Just the Asian yeah. songs. You're like, you do know... Asian people can sing all other kinds of Sondheim mm-hmm. music. You nope. fucking idiots. Nope. Yeah, that made me angry. It was mm. really awkward. Also because then they sang that song that's like, that is like, uh, uh, I mean, I don't really know Pacific Overtures me really neither. at all. Was the- but apparently there's a song in Pacific Overtures where it, I mean, Pacific Overtures was 100% Asian and they had a song that was like British sailors. So it was like Asian people playing, which like, again, they were like, they were like, ha, 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 we're doing something <laughs> that no one's ever done before. Yeah. We're going to have white people pretend to be Asian people pretending to be white people. And I'm like, I wish you had just hired Asian people. <laughs> you really should have just hired some mm. Asian people. Racism. Mm. Jews. 
Jews. I don't know. It's not just the Jews. Sure. <laughs> Jews have like a weird kind of racism hmm. because they like think they're not racist. Like Jewish people are like, we're not racist. We just want to keep to our own. You know what <laughs> but I that's, mean? Yeah. Which is, it's a yeah. problem. But, and like it comes out of like in the Jewish community, it comes out of like a good, like a, it, I want to say that it comes from a good place where it's like, like my parents don't fucking give a shit who I date. Like they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, also because I like, I I'm not say, a practicing Jew anymore and they're right. not like super worried about like passing on the Jew. Well, there's also the lesbian thing. So there's right. like many layers, right. many, but many like, layers. In the Jewish community, I think it's like, like Jews really want their children to marry other right. Jews. Not because they don't like other peoples or they think other people are bad, but because they want the fucking babies to be raised Jewish. Like they, they're worried about like Judaism dying out. Yeah. So that's why Jews are like very mm-hmm. like conscious about like, but if you want to convert, it's very, very difficult. I mean, it's not difficult, but you have to really, 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 you have to prove that you really, really, well, really want that's it. That's because like Jews are legit. Right. Right. I, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying like, you have it both ways. If you, if you really want a lot of Jews, you got to let, a, let people come in. Well, but we don't, we, we only want Jews. We want good Jews. We don't want, we don't want casual Jews. Yeah. You know, I was going to like start talking about something else and not that it's not interesting, but it doesn't have anything to do with musical theater. So never mind. Um, I got opinions on the crusades. I'm just saying. (laughs) Everyone does. (laughs) They're terrible. I think that's pretty much the only opinion at this point. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. Um, go see go see things at the ninety second Street yeah, Y. Check it out. Yeah, good stuff. And um, and thing to know about the ninety second Street Y if you're a young person. Oh yes, this is the great thing because it's a little secretive. Because you look on your website and you're like ninety second Street Y. This lyrics and lyricist concert. I want to go to that. How much does it cost? Sixty dollars. Poop. Not going to go to that. But it it's like not advertised at all. But if you like go and click like I'm going to purchase a yeah. ticket, you have to like click on a ticket and say like I want to buy this ticket and then like once you say I want to buy this ticket then you can be like I am a, also a young person and the price is like $20 20 dollars yeah, $25 it's 35 and under 35 and under which is great right but it's not like people in their 30s don't it's not know like anything on the website that you have to click on that's like student ticket young people ticket right. you have to like actually like click on the ticket and be checking out and then it will let you right. pay less money yeah so do that do that um, we also saw Constellations. Yep. A quick 70-minute show. Yep. How'd you like it, Emily? I saw it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. That well, makes sure. it sound like yeah. I like, loathed it. Right. I didn't. It's just like not the theater that I enjoy. Yeah. I do not enjoy that type of theater. Mm. I don't find it compelling. I find it boring mm. and unappealing and just not fun for me. So what did you think? I liked it. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, it certainly is. So the way the show works is it's telling the story of a relationship between a man and a woman. And it's using the uh, astroph- astrophys- I don't know, the physics and philosophical theory. I'm not sure exactly what branch of science mm-hmm. it is um, of multiverses and that any any decision you have made or haven't made in another universe, you have made a different one. 
or not made one at oh all. Oh my god, it's like fringe. Yeah, it's like fringe. Oh, um, that makes a lot more sense. So, like now. in this world, uh, Emily and I walked up to each other and we're like, "We love Patty Lapone." And in another world, we didn't say anything to each other, and Patty and Emily doesn't exist. Whoa! And in so, another world, I was like, "I love Liza Minnelli," and you were like, "Yeah." And like the background to our show is Liza, Liza Minnelli instead of yeah. um, Patty Lapone. Exactly. What infinite possibilities! So, so how the show Wait, works? Do you think? <laughs> Never mind. No. Got weird okay um how the show works is that there's little scenelets um there's an overarching overarching storyline that sort of is the same throughout the whole show um with little changes here and there but the little scenelets are they they do them and then they'll immediately reset and do it in a different universe and the outcome will be different right um and Aside from that, just to the concept of that being interesting to me, um, the the quickness that they went from one emotion to the next sure. was incredible because they would be screaming, fighting, and then they'd reset and they'd be at the top of that same scene completely calm. I definitely, yeah, I feel like um, somebody who had seen it before, or no, 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 one of my friends who hadn't seen it but had like read a article about it or something mm-hmm. was like yeah i hear um that it's like a master class in acting and i was like barf i don't <laughs> never want i never want to see a show that they're like this show is amazing because it's a master class in acting and i, I don't want to see shows that are described that way i don't want to see shows that are described as a master class in acting i see shows all the time that i think are like i think that aaron davy gave a master class in acting mm-hmm. in sideshow but i never want to see a show that like oh the mouth and that's like from my like asshole yeah. i don't like this type of theater perspective sure. i was like this this show to me personally feels like something that should have been like your senior the- thesis at your like MFA or whatever, mm. you know, but I hear other people enjoyed it yeah, and think it should be on Broadway. So um, that's good. That made me think of, um, that's how I feel about the phrase. The audience was dancing in the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> Barf. I don't, that's probably not a show I want to see. Nope. I'll see it and I may enjoy it, but I'm sure it's fuck not going because to be Because you know that aisles. like if the show is described as the audience was dancing in the aisles, you know that some asshole next to you is going to be singing along. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. it's going to be recognizable songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Well, um, here's the, my question yes. about this show. Okay. So. There were so many things happening. Mm-hmm. Was like if we looked at the script and like pieced it apart, was it like were there like four of the same alternate universes that we were revisiting like each time we went to a new scene? Or was it just like lots of fucking random universes? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, there certainly were some of the super short scenes, especially at the beginning. Right. Where the beginning's pretty funny because it's basically trying to get to the universe where these people actually can date each other. Cause it's like they're at a barbecue and they just like says something to get his attention. The first, like, He's like, I've got a girlfriend. Yeah. And then cut to a new scene. Uh, my wife's getting me a drink. Cut to the same scene, you know, redone yeah. several times until they got to the point where they were like, they're both single in right. this universe. Right. Um, and interested. Right. So I don't know. Um, that was a thought I had that I was like, if you pieced it apart and put it back together again, were there several distinct storylines? That's a, I don't know. That's interesting and a good question. I can't really – I know that somewhere in my brain I understand the concept of it and know that it is 
probably possible in the universe, but I can't actually think of that because then I just get like, I think you just start thinking about like all of it, it make, makes my brain go crazy because uh. you're like thinking about all of the other things. You know, if something terrible happens to you, would you start being like, why aren't I in that other universe? Or something awesome happens to you. You could have like some... In one then of the you scenes, just have to reconcile it by believing in the universe of if then. All of them are real. Yeah. Um, well, All of them I'm, will become in real In one eventually. of the scenes, he has like an existential crisis where he's like, what does it matter then? Right, right, right. Um, and like, I can't spiral into that place because I would... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is that concept of multiverse is just like a little too much for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it. Like I understand it because I've watched Fringe, so it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> anyway, I thought I thought it was really interesting. I would send if I had like non theater people that wanted to see a show that were sort of smarty pantses, I'd maybe send them to that show. Yeah. Um Famous people. Yeah. Also, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. It was, again, another one. I mean, just because I was also, like, real bored um, during the show. I got bored. Because it was like, all the scenes just kept You get repeating. real fidgety when you get bored during shows. Oh, do I? <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I was very bored because um, all the scenes just kept repeating with slight differences. Mm. So I thought it was pretty boring. Sorry, guys. Uh, not my cup of tea. Not you. Just me. Um, forgot what I was going to say. Shoot. Shit. Uh, oh. Um, I get it. It's famous people, ah. and it's only two people, but they're both white people, mm. and there was no reason why they had to both be white. No, absolutely and I was like, what not. What if Nika Noni Rose was in this? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just like Nika Noni Rose, and She's I great. am hyper. I'm just like I feel like now, now that I think about it, now I can't stop thinking about it. And every time I see a show, I just count the number of white people, and then I get angry. Mm. And now I'll never be able to turn that part of my brain off because now I'm awake. Yeah, yeah. Wake up and smell the racism. So, <laughs> next show you saw <laughs> was Curious Incident of the Curious Dog in the Nighttime. Incident. Finally, which saw I saw a, a long time ago in like in September. Yeah, it was great. It's so good. I right? felt a little no. I felt like a little bit like I felt like when I saw Matilda, where I was like, "Oh god, oh, the show was up. so hyped me," but not because I feel like I walked out of Matilda and sort of like shrugged my shoulders, mm -hmm. and I really need to go back and watch it because it, yeah. it was very good, but it was so overhyped to yeah. me that I was like, "Yeah, it was really good." What else is new? Just like a <laughs> dumb fucking response. And that's kind of how and and. Yeah, and I had the same type of response to this where I was like, wow, it is exactly as good as everyone said it was. But yeah. I was a little more like, ooh. I did, could not stop laughing to myself throughout the entire show that I was like, this show is about an autistic person. Autistic people could not see this show as is. Yeah. Because it's so, there's lots of lights and noises mm -hmm. and like startling well, things. Well, the thing, that's the thing though. I read the book and the way that the book is written it's from the perspective of Christopher, which is the same as mm. the show. And it's meant to sort of put the audience in that sensory overload. That Right. Which is why it works. Right. Why it right. works so well. But I yeah. was also like, them, I mean, because they also have mm. had autistic friendly performances right. where they like, they it's like less lights and mm -hmm. less noises and less yeah. startling things, which is like awesome. And yeah, I was absolutely. also like, you won't, you should have like, you're like Sunday matinees, like every week should be like, yeah. like it shouldn't just be like, I think they've had one performance. Right. So that should be like, also because here's the reasons why every single Sunday or like one, so one a week mm -hmm. should be an autistic friendly, a 
because hi serve your people yeah like you have a show about autistic people like autistic people should be able to see it more than just like one performance yeah. in a calendar year um and also like i think for nor like not autistic people i don't think it would um change the experience that significantly well, a partly part of the reason that it does aside from the changes to the show is that what makes it autistic friendly is and i don't know if this would be different with this show because it's not a children's show for the children's shows, like Lion King, when they do them, um, it's also very friendly to people moving up and getting up and oh. needing to take a break from what's happening and going to the lobby and coming back. And I think there's a lot of movement in the audience. Mm. This show, because it's not that's not the demographic, I don't know if, if older, like teens and or mm. adults... Uh, who are on the spectrum would have the same sort of, some of them might, some of them might not, but if you're, uh, I guess the other thing about the show is that because it's, yes, not a, not for children. Like I read, there's a New York times article that's all about the autistic friendly performance mm -hmm. that I think I read like maybe half of the article. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think I finished it. Like every article I've ever read. Yeah. Um, but I think like like they had like a I don't know autistic person ambassador like some like sixteen year old mm -hmm. kid who like helped them like like develop the autism uh, like help them yeah you know so they were like I don't know if they were like is this too scary and he was like yes <laughs> less than the source now or something like that yeah but um yeah and because of the subject matter I feel like it's not an appropriate like I wouldn't think you should take a person to that show who is like I don't know under like 14 yeah really yeah. like so if you're over 14 like I don't know I don't know that much about you autism. know what I mean I don't know if they were going to do something like that maybe the balcony not <laughs> make them sit in the back I know I just realized <laughs> what I said but then that's, that's hilarious what I because mean. two minutes ago I had the exact same thought and right? was like nope and I don't, don't mean say that it. in a bad way right. but like if you are going to have people paying full price who aren't expecting that or well, you, you should sell, let them you could know sell the balcony also because or well, the, i don't know if the the normals in the balcony yeah i mean to say they're not normal but you know what i mean <laughs> um i know that in london i don't know if this is true of um when they did it on the artistic friendly performance mm -hmm. on broadway but i in London, they had, like, donations, so all the tickets were only $25. Oh, that's nice. Which is awesome. Yeah. So, like, if you had, like, your autistic-friendly performance on a Sunday and, like, all the tickets in the balcony were only, like, $20. Mm -hmm. I guess if it was 25 UK, then you would make it, like, $40 American. That's not quite that. I don't know. Well, actually, the I guess dollar's it would very be. weak. Well, but also ticket prices are more expensive here in exactly. general. So that makes sense. Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. I think you're right, but I don't know if it's feasible. I think that it should just be more accessible. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, I, in my brain, I'm like, that would be like if I, there was like, oh my God, Fun Home, a musical about a lesbian, mm -hmm. but there's a reason why I can't go see it. Yeah. You know, if they you were. You can see it once. Right. At, like, like you can see it once day. and it's only this day yeah. and it's like on a Tuesday in March or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, what if I can't go that day? Yeah. I have to go see I this mean, show. It's about my people. Yeah, that's definitely that. Right. And that's not uh, the protagonist that you see and you want to see yourself on. Right. In stories, you want right. to see yourself reflected back to you. So yeah. definitely that makes sense. They should do. At the very least, maybe one a month. One a month, yeah. You know? More, more. I don't know. More autistic-friendly performances anyway, at Curious a Incident. Great it's a show. Great fucking show. Holy shit, that set. Isn't it awesome? Now listen, 
And like that is how you do a cool, functional, modern set with like, it's not projections, but right. with um, uh, uh, like light elements and right. things like that. Yeah. Um, yep. That's how you fucking do it. And they weren't just being cheapskates. That's the problem. I'm just saying, every fucking time Ugh. that some show is like, we'll do projections. I can tell when you're doing projections because you're a cheapskate, and I can tell when mm-hmm. you're doing projections for mm-hmm. art. I know the fucking difference. Do you think they're going to bring back the projections in Fun Home? Because I really liked them. No, because it <gasps> is in the round. Oh. Spoiler alert! Here's what happened. Wait, is this... The tickets went on sale oh. the other day, and I went on to the telecharge, and I looked at the seating chart, and it is in the round. Interesting. I know. Well, here's the other thing. A friend of mine was talking to Janine Tesori the other day. That sounds so stupid now that I'm saying those <laughs> words. Uh, uh, Janine Tesori said that every time they've done the show, it's been in a, in like a vastly different space. So the design for every single production they've done up to this point has been completely different than the previous one. So she's sort of like, yeah, of course we're, they're like completely oh, redesigning okay. the design. Like the Interesting. Set. Yeah. So it's well, they definitely don't have Kate Baldwin stairs. The so. No Kate Baldwin stairs. I'm very, fa- I'm like, I trust them because clearly they do good work. So I'm like, not, I'm like, not going to worry about it. I think it could work in the round right. too. I'm well, just, see, here's maybe the they'll project on the stage. I just really liked, like, like the production. I liked the cartoons. Yeah. I really yeah, liked them. I liked the, I liked it a lot when I saw the, the workshop, but when I saw the full production at the public, I knew why we didn't need them anymore. I felt like it, it wasn't necessary anymore. And I felt like when they were doing the workshop, they were still using the projections because they like needed that. They needed like yeah, a little crutch. I can see that. And then it was like, we developed it beyond, I you know, it's see, like what Lynn Aaron says that. about like loving your stuff and yeah. throwing it away. I think they didn't need it anymore. I don't know. Look at the fucking book. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Listen, I like projections one time. So <laughs> let me have this. Um, but yeah, I'm really fascinated how, like, what what it's going to look like. Yeah. How are they going to do that ha- reveal to the house? That was, like, the biggest... Mo- oh, that yeah. was, like, one of the biggest moments in the show yeah. when they when you finally go to the house and Welcome you're like, holy, house holy shit, Maple look at this house. Avenue. But I think I'm really, really excited and I'm glad they're doing it in the round because, A, it's exciting. B, the whole story, like, because of the turntable they had at the public. Yeah. Um, the, like, because the whole story takes place in a circle. Like, his whole life, right. her father's life took place right. in this That's... circle. And that is, like, a recurring theme. So, like, I think it's really cool that they're doing another round. Yeah. And, and I'm curious to see what, like, I think they'll do a good job. And, yeah, like, make absolutely. Good choices. Yes. Very exciting. Oh, 68 days. 68, 68 days. 68 days till the first preview from Amazing. today, this Sunday, when we're right. recording this. The 18th of January. So when you listen to this tomorrow, um, 67 days. days. Yeah. 67 days, you yeah. guys. Very exciting. Very exciting. Can't wait. Judy Kean. Yeah. You also went to the oh. library. And I saw, saw Green Gardens. One of my faves, Christine Eversoll. Holy fucking shit. Right? Right? Shit! Also, Sarah Highland from yep. <laughs> Modern Family. I Here's what. Like, I've seen the documentary and I'm like familiar with, you know, like, and I, I f- sort of always had this feeling about like the Grey Gardens musical that mm-hmm. it was like one of the ones I missed because I wasn't like mm-hmm. it closed like, you know, eight months before I moved to New York or something like that. Um, and, and it seems like the type of show that I would probably really like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I went to the library and I watched it. And 
it was like the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I uh, spent like the last 20 minutes of the second act, like, like sobbing in (gasps) the viewing room, like sob. Here's, here's what. So at the library in the Toft room, the viewing room, um, there's about 25, 30 computers maybe or, or monitors and you know like in little rows or whatever and like the ones that are apparently the ones at the very back of the room mm-hmm. there's like you know four that are like then up against the wall yeah um and they're like they're like vip like if someone special um, oh. is coming they like put them back there because then they're like back in the corner and like no one will bother them and also because there's a bit of a glare that comes mm-hmm. in from like the doors like from the outside of the library or from, not from the outside sure. like the other room um and if you're in that back row there's like no glare on mm-hmm. the monitors which is good because the monitors are also really old um if i had a million dollars i would buy new monitors for toft because those monitors are like from the 90s oh, they're pretty no. bad and when you're watching like a new tape that you're like this was recorded in hd and oh. i'm playing it on this like old fucking tv anyway but I was sitting back there in one of the VIP things, oh. which was quite nice. And You're I was VIP. glad to be I was glad to be back there because I was you were sobbing. sobbing my fucking yeah. face yeah. off. I was sobbing so much. I was crying so hard. And then I sort of like finished the show and I cleaned myself up a little bit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm okay. And I like said bye to the to the guy that was working there. I was like, see you later. And I walked outside and I was like, <laughs> and like as I was uh-huh. walking out, I was like, I can't. I was like, hold it together. And I couldn't. And I like went straight into the bathroom and like went into a bathroom stall and like locked the door and like cried for like 10 minutes and just was like, why didn't you get out? Edie, why didn't you get out? You should have left. Edie, why didn't you get out? Oh my God. It really fucked me up. It like real fucked me up. I want to watch it again. (gasps) Why didn't she leave? She should have gotten I out mean, of there. I don't know that nobody, I don't know that anybody knows that. Why didn't she? she There's she like no logical there. reason that she didn't. She like thought so much of herself and really tried to make it, but then was just drawn back and trapped there. Yeah. It's so tragic. It's so fucking tragic. And I like, I actually, because I was so. I was so, I don't know, so into the story and Mm -hmm. so also because like I'm obsessed with Aaron Davey right now. Um, So like in the first act, Mm -hmm. I was like, Aaron Davey. Yeah. (laughs) Like all like super into like, you know, little Edie, you know, I was like, Christine Ebersole, I get it, Mm -hmm. but I'm all about Aaron Davey right now. And so, like, in the second act, when people were, like, laughing, I could hear the audience on the tape laughing. I was like, why are you guys laughing at them? It's not funny. Don't laugh at them. Because <laughs> I felt like the audience, like, I just felt like the audience was laughing at them. And it made me angry. And I got sad. And I cried a lot. And the then I came home and cried like, a lot. like, characters. And that's all little Edie wanted to do was entertain. That's why, I mean, mm. there's a... A tragicness about it, obvious tragicness. That's the word. There's a tragedy about it, obvious, obviously. But I mean, I don't know the audience that was watching it, and I also haven't seen it since then. Mm. Um, but I didn't get that impression when I was watching it, or that the people who wrote it. Right. No, I know. I think I was just like the headspace that I was in <laughs> yeah. at the end of the second act. Like at the, I mean, at the end of the first act, mm-hmm. I was like, I know 
what's coming. Yeah. Like I know, like, at the end of the, like, if you, this is what I also was thinking. Because I know there's, like, that little bit at the beginning where they foreshadow yeah. at the very top of the show. But I was, like, imagine going to see Grey Gardens, the musical, with absolutely no knowledge of who those women were or the documentary yeah. or where they ended up. So you get that snippet at the beginning, but imagine. you can't, it doesn't, the snippet at the beginning, you don't see Christine at all. There's like a mm-hmm. silhouette. Um, and then you see Mary Louise Wilson like come out onto the porch and they get in a fight or whatever, but like, it doesn't show you like, and there's like the voiceover. Oh, I guess the voiceover does say that they're like living in filth and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm just trying to imagine. I'm like, can you imagine, like, not knowing what happens to them? Because the end of the first act is so fucking hopeful. Yeah. It's like she fucking, she's like, I'm out of here. She takes that fucking suitcase. She runs down those stairs and she runs out the door. Yeah. It's so goddamn hopeful. And then it's so, I just was like, it's so soul crushing when, when you, when she walks out in the in like the revolution and everyone's like, ha 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 revolutionary confidence. It's so, it's so funny. And I was like, why didn't you get out? Mm. So I had a lot of feels. Yeah. I felt a lot of things. It was, just, it was truly one of like the most, like one of the most beautiful, incredible pieces of art. Isn't it so great? It's so fucking oh. good. Aaron Davey, Christine Ebersole. Christina Ebersole. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Mary Louise Wilson. Wonderful. Oh my God. I know. Like, especially if you've watched the documentary. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you watch the documentary, yeah. when they in that second act, you're like, holy fucking mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Incredible. Hey, Mary Louise uh Wilson is gonna be in on the 20th century. Oh, <gasps> Very exciting. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I need a fucking time machine because I need to fucking see that. Yeah. I literally, I would have, like, when I get finished the first act, um, and they were like, like, you have, it's on two discs when you're at the library. Oh, okay. Always. So you have to, like, change. Mess- the, you, like, have oh. to send a message to the person that controls the thing. Because you don't actually control well, anything. Well, sure. I'm sure you're you like, can't what? touch anything. Right. Yeah. So you have to, like, say, you, like, send an instant message being like, next tape, please. Oh. Um, so I, like, you know, did that. And then I was like, I was like. I tweeted, you know, I was like, confirmed. I would have seen the show 10 times. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Like, if I had lived in New York. Why didn't I move to New York earlier? Because you just didn't. It's okay. <laughs> you can't think about that. In a different timeline, you did move to New York earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. In another universe, I saw Great Gardens. Yeah. Like 12 times. Yep. That's nice to think about. <sighs> It's so good. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. It's so fucking I know. good. I know. It's like the best. It's I'm like, I'm like, who can I bump out of my top five? Oh. That's how I feel. Wow. That's how I feel. I need to bump something from my top five. But I don't know who it is. Mm. I don't know who to bump. What are they again? The color purple, Dessa Rose, Sideshow, Ragtime, Into the Woods. I think I'm in no oh, I wanna bump into the woods, but I haven't seen full into the woods in a in a hot minute. Ah. I've only seen abridged Into the Woods, and mm. I hate abridged. Maybe rewatch. The, I need to rewatch the Into the, the Woods OBC. DVD like tonight. Yeah, and then I, and then it'll, they'll both be fresh in my mind, and then I can yeah you know like make a decision. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, this gotta is very do your important. research. I gotta do my research. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll just I think Grey Gardens is in my top five, but mm-hmm. my top five is six shows right now. <laughs> All right. I make my maybe own rules, you have a tie. Maybe you have a tie for fifth. I mean, not. I mean, they're not, not in order. Well, that's what I was going to say. Not that they're There's in order. There's no order. But, 
But I feel like I feel like I feel like top <laughs> five is like a phrase. It's not like a concrete thing. Ah. You're like, hey, what's your top five? Yeah. You know, you're like, what are your top shows? That top five is not does not necessarily have to mean five shows. It just means like, what are your favorite shows? Mm. Well, then I would say what my f- these are my top shows, not my well, top sure. five. Well, sure. So I'm just saying like, well, because I feel like top five when people... But that's part of the challenge. I mean, I get what you're uh, saying, but <laughs> I'm not... You do you. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> the color purple, there's no fucking way that's... I <laughs> love... And I love Dessa Rose is very... Mm-hmm. Those are both very solid. Mm-hmm. Um, sideshow. No, wait. Sideshow's not in the top. Five no, anymore. it's your. Wait, it's in that its means own I'm list. Getting one, Gypsy. Oh, Gypsy. Oof. I can't take Gypsy off though. <laughs> I fucking worship Gypsy. What was it? Ragtime. Ragtime. No. Yeah, it no has way. to be. It has to be into the woods. Right. Well, watch the one. OBC. The other four are like. There's no way they're moving. Yeah. Those are set in stone. Yeah. There's no way they're going anywhere. Yeah. Maybe I could bump Gypsy. I don't know. All right. Let's move on because I don't think we're going to get an answer for this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, we have two pieces of news involving Vanessa Hudgens. Two? Yeah. Gigi is coming to Broadway. Spoiler it is alert. the 10th show of this uh, musical. Ten. Nine. I thought it was nine. Uh, I think this will be a 10th. It's nine. They're not new. It's including musicals. the uh, wait, musicals. Wait, what are they? Okay, hang on. For the spring, on the 20th century, The King and I, An American in Paris, Fun Home, Finding Neverland, It Should Have Been You, Dr. Zhivago, Something Rotten, The Visit, and now Gigi. Gigi? That's crazy Gigi? Town. It's French, right? Is it Gigi or Gigi? Wait, that's... Wait, I didn't count. Oh. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Whoa. 10, 10, 10, 10. shit balls. That's amazing. Um, I'm actually... I'm excited because I also, like, like a couple weeks ago, was like, how can I get myself to D.C. Mm. to see this show? Yeah, no, no, you don't have to. Wonderful. And I'm excited because um, I'm interested to see her in this. Very curious. then I can also have my complete judgment for her casting in Greece. Who she cast as? Rizzo? Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I don't have shade. All right. I mean, I don't either. I'm also, I am truly excited to see her in something. She's like a high school musical person? She's in high school musical. Um, she did that Spring Breakers movie. So that was a little bit on the darker, naughtier side. Didn't so she's, it. I didn't either. But like from, you know, it seemed like all three of the girls in that movie, Wait, not purposefully. What is Gigi about? It's not My Fair Lady. No. Um, Gigi is about... Um, let me make sure. Is it um, like Sabrina? That movie with Harrison Ford? <laughs> That's the version I know. I own both on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, ugh, and Julia Ormond. I mean, that's great. And so is the Audrey Hepburn version. Ugh, the real one. Um, uh, let's see. I just don't want to say what I think it's about if I'm completely wrong. <laughs> Uh, Okay. The story concerns Gigi, a spirited teenage girl living in Paris at the turn of the 20th century. She is being groomed as a courtesan in her family's tradition. Before she is deemed ready for her social debut, she encounters the bon vivant bachelor Gaston Lachelle, (laughs) whom she captivates as she is transformed into a charmingly poised young lady. So it just sounds like a love story. And kind of um my fair lady what's like but the she's feminism not, like, level in this show i have no idea hmm. i mean it 
opened in the 70s. Curious. So, right. yeah. I honestly, I don't know why I, I, I got, I have oh, no Oh, it has that song, Thank Heaven for Little Girls in it, which is a creepy song. Uh, what? <laughs> Thank Heaven for Little Girls? Do you not know that song? No. Really? Should I? Thank Heaven is it sung for by little men? girls. And they're for singing about like 17 Oh, no! Ew! I think it's just, it's actually not as creepy as it sounds. It's just like growing up. But it has like a creepy undertone from it, just naturally. Sounds awful. <laughs> mm, I am very now. I'm skeptical of the. I'm worried that I'm going to hate this show for feminism um, reasons. I don't know. I don't know any of the other songs. It won a score for Tony Award. Oh, it won a score for Tony Award. I said it won the Tony Award for score. For uh, score, music, and lyrics written for the theater or for music and uh, or lyrics? What? Because it was in the 70s? Yes, yeah, 73. Was, I don't so know. There's no link to that. I don't feel like looking that up. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to look at both categories, you know. Um, yeah. So that's coming to the Broadway. And then she's going to be in Greece. Everyone's America's favorite musical. Do you know who else is in Gigi? No. Vicky Clark. Oh yeah, that's right. So she, she probably plays, plays like, her mother. She pl- yeah, I think or her like, like teacher of lady. I think things. she's like her. I think she's her grandmother. Oh, Vicky Clark. Yeah, I think she plays her grandmother. Her fairy grandmother? No, I believe <laughs> she plays her biological grandmother. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Vicky Clark. Wait, how old is Vanessa? Okay, so she's supposed to be like eighteen, yeah. seventeen, eighteen. Probably, yeah, Vicky yeah. Clark is what, like You come out 55? to society when you're 18, I think. Vicky Clark is too young to be playing a grandmother in this show. Well, it's I like mean, in the 20s, period. so if okay, people had kids at like 18, 19. Fine. <laughs> um, so is Carly Carmelo, so. What? she's what a, No, she's not, but she's playing a grandmother in Finding Neverland. That's true, but the kids are like kids. Well, that's true, but the oldest one is like, 13 or something, 12 or 13. Wow, that's weird. Carly's so young and beautiful. <laughs> wow. Um, so all the casting we have for that Grease Live, which has been pushed back, which I didn't realize. So now it's like a, a year from now, basically. Oh. Um, is I think they didn't want to compete with... Cool, just postpone it indefinitely and it's fine. Yep, is Julianne Huff. She's going to be Sandy. That's not I terrible casting. I love her. That's not terrible casting. What did I see her in that won me over? I have no idea. I forget. I saw Footloose? her. Footloose? The movie. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Footloose not the movie the and, and I was like, holy shit, I love this oh. chick. She's a great dancer. She's funny. She she's beautiful. Um, she's fantastic. I hmm. like fell. Yeah, I saw the Footloose hmm. movie. Why the fuck did I see that movie? I don't know. I have no idea what I, I, that's like not a normal, I like never go to movies. I don't know how I ended up Maybe it was on a plane? No, I definitely saw it in the theater. Huh. I have no idea. But I was like, this chick is legit and I'm on board with it. Awesome. I like her. Um, Yeah, maybe they didn't want to compete uh, with whatever NBC Mm. is doing, which is they got the the rights to The Music Man and The Wiz. The Music Man. Is what you think they'll do, what you want them to do. I would put, I would bet money. I'm sure it's the music man, but I hope it's not. They got the rights to both, so that's at least encouraging. I I I think them talking about the whiz. I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I thinking, uh, I think they have better casting options for the whiz. 
I think they have more people. Uh, I think there are bigger black actors and singers mm. who can do both well than white actors and singers right now. Uh, I feel, I agree. And I feel, like that they'll cast also because did you see this thing today or maybe it happened yesterday where NBC someone some NBC executive was like oh the reason why Peter Pan wasn't as big of a hit as The Sound of Music Mm -hmm. is because of Allison Williams and Christopher Walken because people like they weren't famous enough well I don't think he's wrong or she I don't I think I can't remember I mean they all the that person also said that Peter Pan itself is not right. was not as big a. I don't think they they cast them. I think knowing that if you're going to cast Allison Williams, right. you're going to know not to expect Carrie Underwood right. numbers. It's um, just like I, I, I know. I read it. I I what it would and huh. the quotes were everywhere. So what you might have read might have been written differently than Mm. what I read the way that they were quoted. It didn't seem accusatory or, and they were like, like we, Hey, we got um, this many people to watch a live musical on a Thursday night. We're happy about it. Oh, the article I read made it sound like, I I guess my takeaway from the article I read was them being like, showing their hand and being like all we care about are numbers and money and we don't give a shit about art oh like we don't give a flying fuck what we produced as long as people watched it that's how i felt after i read the oh. quotes and i was like i was like you're not supposed to say that <laughs> i'm supposed to let us know yeah. that that's the aim oh i you're see well to- i think they showed their hand when they picked the sound of music and then they picked peter pan even though it's sure. not as well done well, yeah. it's a little yeah, bit of yeah. a boring choice yeah. fox did the same thing when they picked greece and i don't think the whiz is um a like a bat it's not like they're like gonna do passion or right. something it's still a known right. property not super well known but known and to white audiences too and you could get them on board even the terrible ones with it being like it's a wizard of oz it's the wizard of oz story just a little right. different right I yeah don't know. see here's my theory I would put hard, cold hard cash on it being the sound, or I mean, uh, on being the music. I keep band. wanting to call it the sound. Uh, They'll just do that again. Yep. Carrie Underwood every year. Sure. Different cast. <laughs> nope. Same cast. Damn it. Um, no, all the good people will be gone. Carrie Underwood will stay. Damn it. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't watched Peter Pan. Um, well, then you what, can't talk yeah, about I know, it. I know, I know. Well, I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm just I'm not kidding. talking quality. No, I know. Um, I, I feel like. The reason why they're like, maybe we'll do the whiz is literally them just being like, see, we're not racist. Mm. That's what it feels like. It's like, I feel like they were like, we're going to do the music band. And then they were like, let's at least pretend like we might pick a black show. Like we might pick a show that has black people in it. See, aren't you happy that we thought about maybe picking a show that had black people in it? But we went with the other one. Mm. But like we considered it progress. And I just want to like chop someone's head off. Mm. It's so fucking obnoxious. Because I, listen, like, fuck me if they do it. I'll be so goddamn <laughs> yeah, happy yeah, yeah. and I'll be thrilled yeah. and, like, eat my fucking hat. Yeah. I would put cold hard cash on the music man. If anyone wants I to I would at least make like them up. to, I don't know. I think, I don't know how long they hold the rights for, but maybe they're planning on doing both. Right. And one of them's the year after. Hmm. I don't know. The 
the um, high, high, most watched new sitcom of this fall was Blackish. Do you watch it? It's fucking great. I do. It's, it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. And so the like, if they want numbers, put Jennifer Hudson in the Wiz, and you'll get fucking numbers. Listen, the Wiz, Diana fucking <laughs> Ross. Diana Ross was like a big deal. Listen, yeah. she was very fucking famous, and like Jennifer Hudson is quite famous. Yeah. Like, what about Beyonce? Well, sure. I just said the first person I thought of. Sure, sure, sure. But, but like, I'm, yeah. I'm talking, like, in epicness. Yeah. I feel like Diana Ross doing The Wiz is, like, Beyonce doing I The Wiz. I agree. I don't know what Beyonce would do I don't do think Beyonce Wiz. will do it. <laughs> what if... Michelle Williams will be like, I'll do it. Oh, my I'll God. I'll do this it. Will ne- <laughs> this will never happen. But what if it was Aida with Beyonce and Christina Aguilera like it was supposed to be? Oh, What? <laughs> That was a real thing that was supposed to happen. I know, but yo, you just switched gears. I just got excited about Aida. Because <laughs> I was thinking about Beyonce and then I was thinking about Aida. And mm, that's where that's, that's funny. Maybe. Maybe they've optioned Aida. <laughs> listen, but here's the thing. Legitimately, yeah. Yeah. NBC, listen. Don't you think more people would tune in to see Beyonce in a musical they'd never heard of than they would to see Jennifer Hudson do The Wiz? Or anyone do the whiz. More people oh, will watch you're still whatever. Trying the to f- tell them to watch Aida to do Aida. I was like, what yes. are you talking about? More people would tune in to watch Beyonce shit in a bucket than <laughs> than watch the whiz. I'm just saying, like, you put Beyonce in anything, and everyone will watch it. So if you can get Beyonce back on board for doing Aida, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think that's where the viewers are. NBC, that's all you care Beyonce. about. Get Beyonce to do Aida mm. live on NBC. Why can't she do The Wiz, though? They already have the rights to it. Because I want Aida. <laughs> yeah. There can we you go. can you just um, I, just imagine for one moment the songs from Aida, Beyonce singing them. Dance of the Rope. Imagine Dance of the Rope yeah. with Beyonce's yeah. voice. I mean, like Heather Headley's voice is like already insanity. Yeah. When's the bodyguard happening? <sighs> okay. Oh God. Oh. I'm done. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to some something cheerier, which is casting controversy of oh. the new Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Is um convicted convicted felon. Child. Felon? Oh, I don't think it was a felony. Convicted convict. I don't know. Ex con James ex-con. Barber. Ex ex child I mean <sighs> convicted. Child, Child molester. molester James Barber. That's yep. true. Listen, we have discussed James Barber at length. Yes, and I have many thoughts tinged by this. Sounds like I was molested. It wasn't personal experiences um, <laughs> of of uh, an authority figure, my high school choir director, mm. um, taking advantage of girls around the same age that this victim was. Um, and it, it re- I just, it's like a blind spot for yeah. me that like role model, man man in power. Mm. I mean, teacher, female teachers too, in general, just role model, person in power, um, taking advantage of that. Uh, I don't, I don't care who comes on to who there's an adult in that situation and you're the one in control. Um, so I, I've had a lot of thoughts (laughs) in the past, um, uh, I'm not like, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say don't cast him. 
because I, I don't know that that's fair. It's true. He did his time. Mm. I wouldn't not see a show, but I, that he was in, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to disassociate that. So as right. long as casting agents and producers are aware that that's there, then they're taking on that risk. Sure. And the Phantom fans have let it be Phantom known fans are not happy. that they are not happy about it. But the thing about Phantom is Phantom is Phantom and everybody that show just sells tickets. Chugs along. Listen, wouldn't it be amazing if James Barber killed Phantom and Phantom closed? Yes. <laughs> that would be fucking great. Yes. That would we be could fucking use awesome. This to our advantage. This would be wonderful. Maybe we should exploit I mean, this. Look, you know, a guy's got to work. Uh, but why why would you think that this was a good role for you to take on? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I feel like I had a lot of thoughts about it. Um, and then today you reminded me what Phantom was about. And then I was like, wait a second. No, this is crazy town. Because I was sort of like kind of just agreed with what the Phantom people said where they were like, hey, you guys know that um, this isn't like the first job he booked out of prison. Right. Like he's been fucking working. Yeah, he was, he was supposed Taylor to be in Rebecca. Cities. Like he's been working steadily yeah. the t- since getting out of prison. Yeah. And he was only in prison for 60 days, which is like not a long time. The system is broken. There's a lot of sh- like, but like, yeah. you know, the government's a shit show and all that and especially when it comes to like child molestation cases and stuff like that like it's all bogus sure yeah so I like I was like uh yeah why now all of a sudden people have a problem like there was no protest going on when he was in Rebecca and like all these things but I was protesting very (laughs) quietly (laughs) you did say when Rebecca was coming to Broadway that you were like I'm not gonna see it I really was not going to and I was like I will see I don't care who's in it I'll see Rebecca (laughs) (laughs) like I was so excited about Rebecca being a real thing yeah and Um, I don't know that I'm there anymore but still right I guess yeah, I think I would see him in a show. I just would never go see Phantom again. Well, right. Unless, like, someone else like Norm Lewis was back in yeah. it. Like, that... Norm Lewis was the only reason I went to go see right. Phantom. Because I had no desire to see Phantom. Right. Um, it's a good show to see once just to see it. Yeah. And especially definitely. if, like, Norm Lewis is in it. Some, but, you know. But come on, dude. But, like, that's like a t- that's like a dumb... You, why the fuck would you want to play the Phantom? Hey, Phantom, terrible character. He's a, he's a fucking crazy person. He's, like, a child... He's a rapist. He's a kidnapper. He like blows shit up and he's, he's a, a fucking murderer. baby. He's a murderer. Uh, yeah. He's an asshole. And he is like, well, first of all, I don't know how old James Barber is, but uh, the Phantom is meant to be a mentor <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to Christine. And so he's somewhat older than her. And she's like 17 or 18. Yep. And like, that's this, dumb. This is not. That's like Woody this Allen is like, being like, "I'm going to do this play where um the character that I'm playing marries their adopted daughter." Yeah, or he'll do he'll act in that Norbert Leo Butts molestation play right, or something. Right, like, right. I'm going to play a molester uncle. I'm an actor, and you're like, you should not. Just <laughs> like, I don't I'm think you want to like, remind people about this, right? But and then see, then it comes around to the, the my other thought is that. Honestly, the first, my very, very first thought, which mm-hmm. is the same thought I think I have every time anyone is cast in Phantom, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, tough break, kid. You hard up for work? Well, that too. So that's what that I thought. too. Yeah. I was like, oh, tough break, James Barber. You got nothing to do, so you're doing Phantom. Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that he's a rapist playing a rapist. Yeah. That's dumb. That's <laughs> so dumb. Why would you do that? What a fucking idiot. So stupid. He just wanted to make sure people didn't forget. Don't forget. That's his legacy. Yeah. Don't forget. Like me. he must like he must be really hard up for work. 
He must be like, what he you- must got some like house payments coming in. He must have like the collectors on his ass. Otherwise, there's like no logical, like no sane or half sane person would be like, you know what I want to do? I want everyone to re- remember that I raped someone. You know what that that speaks to me of, and maybe maybe this isn't it. Maybe he thought people were past it. Again, I don't know him Psychotic personally. arrogance? Of, yes. Yeah. A, like, disgusting narcissism yeah. of being like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm going to play this role. Yeah. Um, and like, what the fuck's wrong with you it. that you can't, that, like, why are you still dwelling on yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> I don't know. Listen. I'm glad it's Phantom because I'm never going to see Phantom. Yep. So and I don't give a I fuck. hope he's in Phantom for the rest of his career. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll never have to see Phantom that again. That would be great. Sure, do Phantom yeah. for the rest of your One life. One time, you sad, I can't remember sad what rapist. I can't remember which. Oh, I think it was that. Um, um, I think it was that Frank Wildhorn and Friends show. He wasn't announced that we were going to go see it, and it was right around the Rebecca time when I was like, I'm not going to see James Barber in anything. And then he was like in a concert that I went to see, and it wasn't he when? wasn't like listed. You saw him at him in a concert. Once? Yeah, was I there? I think so. I honestly don't know what he looks like. White guy with well, yeah. like blondish hair, oh. sandy blonde hair. I don't know um, that I've ever like. He looks like a Ken a doll, but his hair Ew. isn't like plastic. Wait, can you Google him for me yeah. right now? Because now I need to see what his face is. Maybe I can find his mugshot. <gasps> Please do. Please Google James Barber mugshot. There's like a lot of people named James Barber. Damn it. <laughs> actor. James Barber actor mugshot. Let me see. Here's his his headshot is in the midst of all is the midst of all of these. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! It's like all these mugshots of ugly white guys, some black guys. His his stupid headshot. That's That's fucking hilarious. hilarious. There's a lady for some reason. Another (laughs) lady and LeBron. No, (laughs) who is that? I don't know. A sports player. Did you did you change it to actor? Anyway, he looks a little bloated there. But in Nirvana. I don't know if that told you he has like sense. floppy hair. Yeah. Well, have fun playing Phantom for the rest of your life, you scumbag. Yep. No thanks. Okay. Um, and then something that I thought was funny is that Sarah Brightman has <laughs> spent $52 million to be a, a space tourist. Wait. She has already spent? Yeah, she bought her ticket. She, what the fuck? <laughs> she, I, that, What? She just wrote a check for $52 million? Mm -hmm. God damn it. There's so many things. Speaking of Phantom. There's so many. Buy new monitors for the fucking library. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Send some fucking inner city kids to college, Sarah Brightman. (laughs) The fuck is wrong College is free in England. Oh, is she British? She's British. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, she was married to Andrew Lloyd Webber. What? (laughs) No, wait, I did know that. You wait, I'm that. confusing her with someone. Oh, who are you confusing her with? Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> what? Oh, I guess... Their names are similar. I guess waitress. I was like, why would I bring Singers, up Sarah Bareilles Sarah on this? Sarah Brightman. She sings all the Andrew Lloyd Webber songs because she was married to him. Yeah, and she was she was she's Christine. Like a, she's she was the original deal. Christine. Right, she's a big deal. Right, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I definitely okay. thought we were talking about Sarah Bareilles Does this, this make a little bit more sense More now? sense. Okay. A little bit. But also, where the fuck did she get four? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, when, I, when I thought it was Sarah Bareilles, I was Ooh. like, this makes sense because she like sold music. So like you make oh, a lot of money yeah. when you sell music. But how yeah. the fuck does an actress have $52 million um, who's like a, bar, like a theater? residuals? A theater person? They make that much money? I don't money? know. Well, um, oh. she's like a big deal in England. She probably I know. has a big performance She's like fee. an Elaine Page. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess maybe she hasn't bought her ticket yet. 
it says she's paying around 34 million pounds, which in the article that I read said $52 million. Um, And she'll be the eighth space tourist. I don't know who the other eight or the other seven were. Listen, I'll believe it when I see it. There's a lot of people saying they're going Um, to space and nobody's been yet. So uh, It's supposed to happen in October, so we'll see. October? Yep. Did she like get the fast track? I, I don't know. Like, because I feel like plenty of people have been like, I'm going to space. Isn't like, <laughs> oh. isn't like that guy that owns like all the Virgin stuff going to space? Did yeah, he go well, to space he yet? Just, they just did a test of his space tourism shuttle plane and it exploded and the pilot died. Ha! Oh my God. That's awful. Well, it wasn't a robot flying it. It, it exploded. Yeah. That's horrible. I know. I don't think space tourism is a good idea, you guys. Well, I don't think it's a good idea. Here's I don't what. think it's a I think, I bad think we idea. Should, I think we should, like, establish our space stuff more before, like, fucking anybody's can go. Like, mm. we should have, like, a space state, like, a space station where, like, lots of scientists are, like, living full time for, like, a while. You know? We should have, like, Deep Space Nine should be, like, happening <laughs> with scientists first well, well we before, have like some actor is like i just want to go to space we have the international space station it just doesn't have like that but there's only like 10 people stuff. hanging out there yeah i don't know i'm just saying i would want more established space colonies before like randos can go mm. especially if their fucking shuttlecraft explodes well wait why can't it. they just go on the normal shuttlecraft they can't just go because with the astronauts? Was, well, that's the like that's what Sarah Brightman's going to do, but Richard Branson was like, you know, gonna it, build was my gonna, own? it was going to be like a plane, like oh God, a, a to bring idiot. like 20 people or whatever. That's dumb. <clears throat> We're not there yet, dude. We're not <laughs> fucking there. You're like skipping the middle steps. You're going from like A to D yeah. here. You got to do the stuff in between. Well, all right. We need like a colony on the moon before anybody's <laughs> just like going up to space just for the fucking fun of it. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Why the, f- why? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't think that like space tourism is going to really happen in my lifetime. Yeah. Like legitimately. So I'm just like, why bother? Yeah. I Are all those people that wanted to go to Mars, <laughs> is that still happening? I don't know what you're talking about. Wasn't there, there was like a thing and like you could like apply, you could be like, I want to go to Mars. That's I a, don't know. It's a thing. Uh, My space tourism would be to have James Cameron take me down to the Titanic. Oh, yeah. If mm-hmm. I had all that money. Instead of Listen, space tourism, I'd do that. The oceans, man. Yeah. We got to explore them. Yeah. There's so much to know. Yeah. I was like reading something recently that was talking about like, you know, like the percentages of how much of the ocean we actually Oh, like. I know. It's like. It's literally, we're like, we um are aware of like 10% of yeah. the ocean. And you're like, what? Crazy? I know. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot of ocean. Yeah. Yeah. There could be like mermaids. We don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of shit we just don't know. Yeah. In our own planet. Let's figure out all the stuff about our own planet (laughs) first before we start figuring out Mars. I mean, because we do need... Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, (laughs) I I could go on. (laughs) Well, you have all your questions and we have some questions for us. I have questions? Well, those are your space questions. I have lots of space questions. questions. Um, and we got some questions, um, submitted by Elon Boudreaux. I hope I said your name right, um, on our website. And these are some of the questions. One that I think is very interesting. Mm. He asked why we don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. What? No, 
That's not true. Right. We don't hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. Right. We enjoy making fun of him. Yes. He's an easy target. Absolutely. Very easy target. So we have a lot of fun making fun of him because he's a crazy person. Um, I enjoy his work very much. Some of it. Right. I'm trying to think. I need to look at like a list of his yeah. shows. I think part of the problem with Andrew Lloyd Webber is that all of his big hits came in such a short period of time and they all sort of have the same sound. Mm. And when he tried to move away from that, like with Whistle Down the Wind, it didn't catch on. And actually, I liked Whistle Down the Wind. Me too. I saw it in high school. So I don't, maybe it wasn't as good as I, as my brain remembers. But I saw I it, they did it when it. I worked at Stage Door oh. and I was like, holy shit, I kind of love this musical. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's mostly just his, his personal issues that, uh, that are ridiculous. Yeah, remember, like, wasn't it like a year ago or something like that? There was like an interview with him in Playbill where he was like, "I'm unemployed. Nobody wants to do my shows." And, and you're he like, was like, "You're like a billionaire." So was, yeah. shut the He's fuck like, up. It's so hard. It's so expensive to get a musical produced. So just fund it yourself, yeah, you shithead. Use your own money. See, I don't hate Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I hate <laughs> the things he says and does. Yeah. It's not his his uh, pieces. I legitimately. Love Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yes, I mean it's not it's nonsense. Only because it like I love that he just decided he wanted to write a musical and have all these do it like a different style for each song. I love that. Mm. What a wacky idea mm. and seemingly random things to to um to aid him in that task, like making the Pharaoh Elvis. And having the brothers sing a Calypso number and a French number and a country number. like, <laughs> But I love it. It brings me great, great joy. Yeah. And um, whenever the Mega Mix comes on my iPod, I usually listen to it two or three times. And Oh, I forgot he wrote Song and Dance. Song and Dance, I which I actually haven't dance. seen. I've um, I watched the video. Unexpected at the song is a beautiful song. He yeah. can he can write great songs. Even in Phantom, Music of the Night is a beautiful song. Evita is like one of like uh, a, a fucking gorgeous, yeah. unbelievable score. Yeah. I enjoyed Jesus Christ Superstar. Now I'm like looking at right, his, his right. cats. Well, listen, he just made, he's such an easy target because he does weird <laughs> shit like cats. 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 How can you? And Starlight Express. Yes. Like I mean, you you, you there's it's just. Listen, you can't write a show like Cats and expect me to not, like, make fun of you. Yeah. Because it's Cats. Yeah. And, like, I love Cats. I've but, never like, seen Cats. And if ooh, these rumors of you, it coming back, you can I'm borrow very it. excited. I don't know. Do I just want to wait to see if it comes no, back? No, 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 no. You no? should definitely watch the DVD. Okay. It's, I mean, you need to, you should experience Cats. Okay. I mean, it's fucking Cats. Yeah. Like, it's like cats. Cats is like this weird thing that happened in like a magic land where like every time you want to talk about it logically, you're like, this sounds like garbage. Yeah. It sounds like absolute. It sounds like what people talk about when they're making fun of musicals. Yeah. Where like somebody who doesn't know anything about musicals, it's like, <laughs> what? We're going to go see some Broadway show where like some fucking cats are like singing poetry. Yeah, that right. bogus. Like some bro <laughs> is making fun of it. And then you're like, no, but it was a real thing and it ran for like 20 years. Yeah. Um, and people fucking love it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's wonderful. The Chicago. Chicago revival just overcame cats, I believe. Oh, yeah, interesting. Um, but anyway, so Elon, we don't hate Andrew. We don't Lloyd hate Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber, he's but just fun to make fun of. He's really fun to make fun of. Yeah, but we love his music. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, his next question is: What are your opinions on the 2003 Into the Woods revival? 
didn't see it. Didn't see it. My only no opinion, I guess, because I knew it was a possibility after the fact, oh. was that Billy Porter almost Meh. was the witch. Meh. Which hey, did you see? Yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> Titus Burgess. Yes, is going to yes. be the witch, which is like Man, a I want to go to Florida. Yeah, I think it's in so Florida. So that's my that's my only opinion. Yeah, I've wa. Yeah, mm. I I wish I I don't know. Yeah. No, no thoughts. I honestly, Wish aside I could have from seen the it. Tony performance, I have not seen anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've I've seen about that. I like the idea of Chad Kimball playing a cow. Me too. That's funny to me. Me too. Yeah. Um, and then his next question is, our opinion. What are our opinions on Bernadette Peters and Gypsy? Love Bernadette Peters. So I watched that production at the library, um, and I liked it. I thought it was good. I love Bernadette Peters. I'll see her in anything. I thought she made some interesting choices. I don't know why. I don't really know why people shit on that production so much. Because I also thought that, like, from watching it at the library, I thought there was like some. One of the things that I really loved direction wise mm-hmm. that they did was when. Uh, baby June was performing in those uh, 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 numbers mm-hmm. where there was like the girls performing. They had like a, f- a fake proscenium that came down, but it only covered like part of the stage. So mm-hmm. there was also like a side, the side of the stage where it was like the off stage. Yeah. So you could watch oh, her watch, watch baby them. June. That's good. That was fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Liked it a lot. Mm. Also, I have like a super, super vivid memory of being, because I was in New York when that played. I like came here mm-hmm. with my mom. And I have an v- extremely vivid memory of walking in Times Square and looking down 44th Street and seeing the marquee on the Schubert mm-hmm. Theater and being like, I wonder what that is. Bernadette Peters. Because I knew who oh, she was, but I but didn't, you didn't know, know Gypsy. Gypsy. And we had already like booked all our tickets for the week. And or I just didn't have the like motivation to yeah. actually see it. Interesting. Regret. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have any opinions. Um, yeah. Watch it at the library. It's, it's yeah. it, Bernadette Peters. I've, yeah, I love Bernadette Peters. I don't really know. I don't... I've only seen the Patty one. Well, that's not true. I saw the Bet movie, and I watched the Rosalind Russell movie. Mm. Um, so I'm a big fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't see... Yeah, I don't see why it would be shit on like that. But I don't know, I don't people. Know. Um, and then our favorite question to be asked, what are our least favorite shows? None. No, well, that's not true, but we don't like to answer that question. Also, like, I, I, it's not something that I've like thought about. Yeah. I would just off the top of my head say, baby, it's you, but everybody knows we didn't like that. Yeah. Um, everybody knows we didn't like that. And I, yeah. But I guess the that was reason an expectation problem. Like, I think if I saw Baby It's You again and knew what I was getting into, I probably would see it like I see like funny like women on the verge. Yeah, and I would probably or think Motown, it was where or I Motown, sort of knew. Like, I still didn't like that, but I knew what I was right. going into. That's absolutely true. Um, in fact, I thank Baby It's You for my ability to see Motown. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I guess the reason we don't like it's not we obviously give our opinions about things, and it's not like we don't like talking about right bad things or whatever but the joy that people get in talking shit about stuff isn't necessarily what we enjoy i don't get i don't have that i would so 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 much rather talk about sideshow and how much i love (laughs) yeah sideshow and love this thing and i love that thing than talk about something i didn't enjoy because yeah. talking about something you didn't like, it's like frustrating and you're like angry and you're like, yeah. why did I waste my time? Or like, That's true. I'm mad that they did this thing like that. And it's like uh, upsetting to talk mm-hmm. about as opposed to being like, holy shit, everything about yeah. Scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> 
kind of. <laughs> Carolee Carmelo's there voice in Scandalous. <laughs> all right. Um, those were all of his questions. Thanks for your questions. Yeah. Carolee Carmelo update. Oh, right. Carolee, 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 update. She's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait. 15 days until I see Carolee Carmelo and Tuck Everlasting. That's my update. Excellent. That's very soon. That's like two weeks from now. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's Holy very shit. exciting. Oh, fuck. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to go to Atlanta. Mm. That's all. Okay. Carolee Carmelo is beautiful and wonderful, and everyone should, um, I don't know, buy her cast recordings or something. Great. <laughs> okay. This does this Carly Carmelo update is definitely not getting an old. What? This this thing where I, all I say is that she's beautiful. This joke oh, will it's never not get, it's never get old. Solid. No, I think very, it's great. Super it's solid. Yep. Great. Very yep. very good work. Just like Carly Carmelo. Yep. Um never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. She's beautiful. She's tuck everlasting. <gasps> <laughs> Whoa. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet Tweet of the Week. Okay. I think you did it last week. Cool. So um, at 8.35 a.m. today, January 18th, (gasps) Laura Benanti tweeted, the least sexy food to eat off someone's body has got to be corned beef hash. That's so gross. That's so gross. I'm not even 100% sure what corned beef hash is actually. Um, It's like chopped up corned beef with onions. Um. It's corned beef. What's what's co- the corned part of it's it? It's like how it's prepared. It's um, <clears throat> I feel like I should know this. I'm Irish, but you just buy it and then you cook it the way it's made. I don't know how you make it's it. Like ground. I don't beef. know how you corn it. No, it's not ground. It's like um, cured almost. Not like bacon, but it's like salty. Uh, maybe like pastrami, sort of that type of thing. Okay. It's it's made What's hash. In, What's the hash? So the part hash part is that it's chopped up and, with onions and potatoes and fried up. Ah, okay. Yeah, I've like seen it on breakfast menus. Yeah. but I it's don't, pretty I delicious. Never, never had it. Great. Yep. Thanks for the information. <laughs> Thanks, Laura Bonanti. Thanks, Laura. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty N, the letter N, Emily, Patty N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with a Y and at Emily Fayokley. And you can find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and leave us a comment, and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see, see live theater! theater.